Today is a fantastic worship opportunity. And we are so excited to welcome uh, Seth and Jenna Herlick from Him and Her. They are going to be leading the whole worship service. And there is going to be songs and devotions weaved all through the service. The theme comes from their new album, Even in the Dark. And we are just so geeked out and we are so honored to have you. Um, you guys are just beautiful in heart and soul and musically. And just uh, thank you for being here. Um, and so we just look forward to praising God. Um, so uh, with that, I'm going to pray and then I'm going to turn it over to Seth and Jenna. So let's pray together. In this place, O oh Lord, we meditate on your unfailing love. Help us to get lost in the wonder of who you are through the power of music and the power of your word. Let it be your voice we hear to revive weary spirits and grant us rest. So bless us as we've come to worship in Jesus' name. We are just so blessed and thankful to be here with you guys today. It has been a crazy year for us. And I'm sure it's been a crazy year for you too. And the truth is, is that this record came out of this year. So I think back and we were here basically, what was it, about a year ago. And really so much has changed in our lives and I'm sure in your lives as well since then. And this is really where this record was written. So on the second day of January, just literally a month later, after we left here last year, my mom passed away from cancer. And then as we were making our way across the South, COVID happened and it literally brought our entire tour to a screeching halt, as I'm sure your lives as well. And in a crazy moment, God used the church down in Phoenix, Arizona, to let us live there for three months. And that is where this record happened. All these songs are probably not going to be familiar because they've only been out for, I don't know, a little over a month. But we've seen that God is using these songs in a way that we could have never imagined. They came from a season of us of, of disappointment and heartache and heartbreak. But there is hope lying through it all. And I believe that God really brought you here and us here because I think we all need some hope today. As you can imagine, uh, man, this week is a tense week for so many different reasons. Um, not only is there an election, but it also seems like a pandemic that won't <laughs> go away and isn't going away anytime soon. And so I pray that what you will see today and what you'll hear is encouragement and hope even among circumstances that might not be going the way that you want them to. So this concert service has three chapters. And chapter one is the dusk, chapter two is the dark, and chapter three is the dawn. Now I think you can think of these as seasons or as moments in our lives. And it's not during the day. I, I want you to take that to heart. It's during the night. Because I think the truth is, is that for some reason, it seems that our circumstances become incredibly loud in the dark. When we don't know where things are going, where we don't know where we're headed, where we're all alone to wrestle with the pains of our past or the unknowns of our future or the hurts of our present, that's where we begin to ask questions. And 
this is where we want to reinforce is that God is in those, in the midst of that. And that's what this entire morning is going to be about. All the songs, as I mentioned, might not be familiar, but Jenna and I are going to lead them. And, and we would love it if you join in when you feel comfortable. Again, no pressure, though. This might be a little bit more contemplative than normal, but I really think that it'll be meaningful, not just to us, but also to you. So thank you so much for letting us be here, and we'll, we'll be here.
at this time, I invite you to please stand. And something we recognize in this world is that it is filled with darkness. And it's not just the events that are all around us. There's darkness in us. And so it's good for us to confess that. And then to hear what the light of the world has done. And so in these moments, if you're comfortable, we're going to confess our sins together. And then hear what that light has done. We confess. I confess that I am by nature dead in sin, for faithless worrying and selfish pride, for sins of habit and sins of choice, for the evil I have done and the good I have failed to do. You should cast me away from your presence forever. But, oh Lord, I am sorry for my sins. Forgive me for Jesus' sake. Light has shone through the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus, the light of the world, gave his life on a cross, and on that day, the whole world turned black as he absorbed sin's penalty, as he became the curse of sin for us. But that blackness did not last. Three days later, he rose again. On Sunday morning, light shone forth, and he told us he's overcome. The angel said, he's not here, he is risen. And we recognize that light breaks through darkness. And you have this in your own life. For your sins, they are forgiven. This in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. song has a face that we write. And this next song was written on the 2nd of January. So Jen and I got up really early. We were in Florida and normally we, we bring our ideas together early in the morning and we actually work on writing a song. And I took out my phone and I had recorded like a 10 minute video of me playing late at night at a church in Alabama. And the, the riff or the hook of it was, it'll be all right. And Jen and I could hear my mom saying that, that I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know if my cancer is gonna be healed, but I know that it'll be all right. And so from her perspective, we wrote her a song. And it was one of those songs that we call them like deliveries or downloads where it just happens, you know. It's all of a sudden two or three hours are gone and you've written a song and I don't know, it's just so special. And we were done and I got a text message from my sister and she said basically to me and our whole family to prepare because mom was going to be meeting Jesus. And she passed away later on that day. She never got to hear the song, but we got to play it at both of her funerals played it every single time that we've played live since. And it's crazy because now I think this song is impacted and has been listened to than any more than any of our other songs. And it's so incredible how God just uses really hard situations to bless other people. And I know that maybe you aren't dealing with grief right now, or maybe your, your circumstances are different than mine are. But I want you to know that I know how your story ends. 
God doesn't leave you here in the midst of your circumstances. He has plans for you. And ultimately, you will see him face to face in heaven. So until that day, I want to remind you that it'll be all right. And that's what this song is all about.
last week we had a trunk or treat and like seriously I thought it was like a thousand I, I don't know actually like the number but man that was surprising but something I recognize in my own heart as I follow Jesus is I wish I weren't surprised by darkness but I still am and it catches me when I when I hear a story and, and so we hear a story and honestly if we pass the microphone around we all have a story of darkness truth be told, like, it break our hearts collectively to hear what's actually going on. And I see that during COVID, when people are wondering about what's going to happen in the future and finances and their kids, there's so much darkness. I guess the reason I'm frustrated by my surprise is because Jesus said it would be this way. In John 16, chapter, uh, chapter 16, verse 33, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. Make no mistake about it, there will be darkness. You got to plan for it. Now, in the context, he was describing. 
was in the upper room with his disciples and they were going to experience huge darkness. Their Messiah, the Savior, would be taken from their eyes, would be crucified in front of them as the world turned dark and they would be so confused and lost for days even. He said this will happen. In fact, he warned them of even things that would happen in their own lives. He said, not, not only just for what will happen for me, but for you. People will kill you and think that they're doing God a service because you follow me. Be prepared for the darkness. And he told them that so they could have peace. He told us that so you could have peace. That the darkness does not mean he isn't winning. The darkness does not mean he isn't sitting on the right hand of the Father. The darkness has just always been part of this world. But darkness does not get the final word. See, he said, in this word, you're going to have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome this world. And if you're in the darkness of guilt and sin, you need to hear the word of the light that says, it is finished. All the payment for all shame and guilt is done through the cross that Jesus bore to tell us die. If you're dealing with the darkness of death, you need to hear the word of the angels. He is not here, he is risen. And so death holds no one down who believes in Jesus, the resurrection and the life. Darkness might get us to wallow in the current state of affairs, but Jesus tells us of a better day. He says, I'm going to this place, and I'm preparing it for you. And if I go, I'm going to come back. I'm going to take you to be with me where I am. Yes, darkness might be in this world right now, but it does not get the final word. The light has overcome it. Jesus is your light. In our light, no matter what darkness this world brings, we will have peace about it. We will not be surprised. He will get us through. May peace be yours today. This is not a surprise. Amen. Now, something we do, we, we love to do as a church family is pray together. And after I give some prayers, I'm going to invite you to join with me in the Lord's Prayer today. Um, so I'm going to invite you to stand just as we pray as a community together over a lot of different things. We're going to pray for our leaders. We're going to pray for those dealing with sickness. We're going to pray for those dealing with death. We're going to pray for him and her and all those who serve us. After this, we'll join together in the prayer Jesus taught. So, Heavenly Father, for all who are sick and suffering, we pray for your comfort and peace. We pray especially for Rebecca and Patrick Cryan and for healing, Lord. For those dealing with the enemy death, point them, Lord, to the eternal home you have prepared for all who and to Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. We pray especially for comfort for Joan and C.J. Holmes. For those who offer their lives as living sacrifices, empower them by your spirit to bring love, hope, and peace to those around them. We pray especially for Seth and Jenna Herlick and blessing upon their music ministry. For our leaders, present and future, give this land what is needed for your will to be done and your kingdom to come. So we pray especially for the elections on Tuesday. We pray all this in the matchless name of Jesus who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
So we just have one last song left. But I think that it would be worthy of telling you a little bit of my story. So Jenna and I both went to a school in Wisconsin that really is biggest mission is to prepare people to go on for full-time ministry. And so Jenna and I met there and we were encouraged both that we should go on to full-time ministry. That's really the, the purpose of the school. And so I followed suit and I ended up moving to Minnesota to become a pastor. I went to a college that it was the purpose of it. And between the first and second semester of my sophomore year, I got a phone call from the Dean of Students. Um, and he basically informed me, I think it was like December 22nd or something like that. But he informed me that I had failed a math class. And because of that failing, it dropped my GPA too low and they had standards and I was not allowed to come back. I was kicked out. And in an instant, my entire life imploded. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know where I was gonna go. I ended up moving back in with my parents, actually in Peoria, Illinois, if anywhere you know where that is, but most people don't, but you're from Illinois, so you might. <laughs> and I moved back in with my parents and it began a three-year span of darkness for me. I was wrestling and struggling with the fact that I was a failure, and that all my friends were still going on and moving on, and I was kind of being left behind and forgotten. And I felt like I had disappointed all the people that told me that I had the gifts to be a pastor. And I feel like I had ultimately failed God because he had this calling for my life and I just didn't add up. Fast forward to about a year ago, Jen and I got to play at the high school where we met. For the whole student body, for all the faculty, for some family and some friends, and I was able tell everyone that I was a failure. But God had a better plan for my life, so maybe I'm not. Maybe I was just following his plan the whole time. And in that moment, I had perspective on a season that was hard. Now, I don't know what to call this year, but I'm believing that 2020 is the year of perspective. Now, I don't know what you're going through, and I don't know what you've been through and I don't know what your future holds. But I do know this, and we've asked a lot of questions today through our songs, but God has promises. And the truth is, is that those promises aren't something from a book that was written a couple thousand years ago. It's not from a God that isn't present here. And sometimes I feel like when you're in the midst of it, when the waves are crashing, and the storm is raging in your life, man, you can't see where you're going. And it can get really hard. But the truth is, is that I wanna remind you today that God's promises are real for your life. Promises like never to leave you or forsake you. Even in the middle of the night when you feel all alone, promises like, I'm going to work every detail of your life, every single detail for your eternal good. Even the ones that hurt, even the circumstances that don't make sense, even the 
circumstances that leave scars, even once you're past that season. Those two, he's working through. And I'll say it again, this is not where your story ends. So I don't know how long we'll be in this, but I know that God is with us and he's gonna carry us through either to a new day or a new eternity, right? And with that, I, I wanna say this Psalm together collectively because I think it beautifully wraps up everything that, that we're going through and what's true about God in the midst of our circumstances. So can we read Psalm 139 together? You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will not hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. We have one last song and it's called Never Change. And I think it beautifully encapsulates everything that we've focused on today. And the truth is, is that I know me, which means I probably know you a little bit, is that we are always changing. Whether it be what we're going through or what job we have or where we live, the list goes on and on and on. But God never changes. And because of that, we can trust him in every circumstance.
bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Once more, a big thank you. I hope you all experienced what I just did, which was just a deep and profound sense of rest in the Lord. Uh, he's got this, and uh, thank you for giving us that powerful word through music and all that you do.